right here, just talking into it, speaking sweet little whispers to you. Getting all intimate with it? Yeah, super intimate. Sounds mm. nice. Yeah. You know what else sounds nice is the Steamboat Comedy Podcast. Wee. Live from Kyle's bedroom. Kyle's bedroom. Yes, we're still working on our soundboard. <laughs> we're going to get there soon. But cool, yes, I am Kyle Ruff with you again. Going around the circle, I've got Jared Morrill. Say hello. What's up, what's up? Got Reed Belmonte. Uh, hello. And the Styles Manchez, a.k.a. Hey, que ando hermanos and hermanas and niños and the ninas and the abuelitas and the abuelos and the nina and the pita and the Santa Maria. Are you just reading the Taco Bell menu? Because I don't know. See. <laughs> and the cheesy gorditas and yes, the bibliotecas and the bibliotecas. Uh, <laughs> don't don't start with the cheesy gorditas. discotecas and pinche muñecas and that's all, I don't know anything. Oh, that's enough fake Mexican. <laughs> and I'm just saying all the things I've heard in Spanish rap songs. That's all I'm doing. Bandoleros heard. Uh, that <laughs> seems like it would be the fastest kind of rap would be Spanish rap. It is, dude. But I'll be honest, like 86% of the Spanish I know is from Daddy Yankee. Straight it's up. not Don Omar? Circa Fast and Furious 4? Dude. There's more than just Don Omar. You've, that's like the second Don Omar <laughs> reference you've made. Yeah, I've heard you. Uh, yeah, because it's the you. only song I know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who is Don Omar in Fast and Furious? He literally uh, in the, is a character in Fast and the Furious. In oh, the really? Fast and Furious 4, him and uh, I think Tego Calderon. Yeah, Count Tego Calderon. Yeah, Furious yeah. They're, they're like the two Puerto Ricans that are part of the crew. They're yeah, just kind of like off to the side. Where, where you know, uh, Vince, Vin Diesel has to speak terrible Spanish in his... Naturally. Indie. Yeah, when he's like, Demolo, Demolo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, he could he could probably speak any language because no one knows what race Vin Diesel is. He could pass for anything. Right? Uh, Apparently, he's, he he's did Italian. That, he shit. did that for Guardians of the Galaxy because he's a voice of Groot. Oh yeah, and he actually said, "I am Groot" in every different language, just to be like, "Hey, oh, what a nice guy!" You pay me all this money <laughs> just to say I am Groot, which like I'm gonna get it in like four takes, yeah. including so, including yeah. China because they work for Disney. Yo soy Groot. That's true. He speaks Chinese. <laughs> Me llamo Groot. <laughs> <laughs> Mucho queso. <laughs> All right. Say that. So, that, that friends. Was a, that was a long intro. That was. <laughs> hey, we, we've just informed everyone that you got your Spanish lesson for today. Yeah. Uh, you're Le- your lesson? Your, your lesson. Spanish lesson. Spanish, Spanish lesson. lesson. It's actually a your Spanglish lesson. Spanglish. Yeah. Spanglish. Spanglish. So, we're talking about. Uh, our last show, which if you listen to the last podcast we had with our good friend Corey David, he came up and joined us for the show, as well as our buddy Mark Masters. Mm-hmm. But uh, we did a big show at the local uh, venue, kind of the first time we had like more of a, a venue than a bar, as opposed to like the Chief. I guess this was kind of an in-between. Yeah. But big show at Schmiggity's. Big shout out to Schmiggity's for uh, working with us. Really appreciate that. Um, so yeah, we just kind of do a little recap, see how everybody thought the show went. Who wants who wants to uh, share their their thoughts and feelings first? I guess I'll go first on that one. I thought it was awesome. That was uh, like you know seeing all the shows that have happened in the past, as far as like bigger shows um, with a real stage. I guess that I think that was one of the biggest turnouts I've seen. Oh, if not the biggest turnout. It's hard to say between that and the Chief because the Chief has like seats, but no, I I think that was bigger than the Chief, man, because we had the chairs set up, we had the tables, plus there was a bunch of standing room, and it was packed in, man. Like I try after I got off of my set, I tried to walk to the back, and it was 
shoulder oh, to shoulder. Oh, yeah. I tried to go back to, to read at one point in time to say something, and it was shoulder to shoulder real tight the whole yes. way through. Which I guess, before we get into I should preface kind of like uh, all of us, our involvement in it. So we were all there. I, I was hosting the show. And kind of helped organize it to a certain extent. And then uh, Jared and Miles each did a spot. Uh, Jared did five minutes. Yep. Miles came in for ten. That's kind of like our Steamboat feature. And then Reed. I sold the fucking shirts. Yay. <laughs> you sold the fuck out of them, dude. Thanks, bud. No yeah, one bud. slings merch like you do. You're like the merc of merch. I mean, I mean, with my line of work, I was the most qualified besides Jared to sell Merch you were them. definitely yeah. the most. Uh, qual- I I was like, this guy's gonna fold the hell out of these T-shirts. He's the guy to sell. I them. literally couldn't help it. They're in a box like in a fucking spider web. I was just like, how am I supposed to sort through this? And I do this all day for work. And I was just like, fucking goddamn it, give me ten minutes and a beer. I'm just gonna. I have to. I have to do this. <laughs> I'm gonna master this. I have to do this right now. <laughs> well, it's much appreciated because but, I don't know how to do it. But it was it was <laughs> it was a real blast, guys. Uh, from my side of the table, uh, just watching the three of you guys up there. You guys did a super good job and like jared was saying it is a totally different experience going from the bar the going the front of the fucking bar it's the bar to to the goddamn stage yeah where it's like all eyes are on you it's an experience and which is what one of my first points uh besides jared was like it, it definitely sees a night and day difference with your comedy kyle because you're so incredibly animated and know how to put people into the zone Yes. Where, Thanks. like, you've done the exact same kind of thing you've done at Schmiggity's opening a brew house, and half of the people there are wasted having conversations right. and everything like that. So you're just, like, I can see it in your eyes. You're going through the bit. You're having a good time. But inside, you're just like, I'm trying to tell a fucking story. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Where Schmiggity's, it was like, Kyle, the, the lights are on you. And, and we it, actually and you, had, you know like how to put people into too. the zone. So that yeah. was just so rewarding to actually see such a Big variety of people and all eyes were on them. Thanks. Yeah, I thought everyone did really well too, uh, and just kind of keeping it going around. Jared, how'd you think your set went? Um, I think it went good. I I wish I had it a little more polished, but regardless, I think it went good. I think I got I got the laughs I wanted for sure. Um, yeah, no, I I, I thought it was awesome. It was definitely a different experience having a legitimate stage. And people actually there to see you rather than, like Reed said, being in a bar setting where you have conversations. It was like it was kind of a weird thing. I think that's why I kind of fucked up a little bit is because I wasn't used to everyone actually just like focused. Oh, yeah. I mean, we had it was like just give a paint a picture of the setup. We actually had road seating in the front. And it was mm-hmm. I think it was about forty chairs. I don't know yeah. if it was exactly G- forty, give or take, give or take. And then like it was four rows of ten for real. Yeah, 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 yeah sounds about right. That sounds about right. And then there was kind of standing room with some cocktail tables in the back. Mm-hmm. And there was and the back and all around the sides filled up completely. It, yes, uh, and the loudest motherfuckers were all in the back. Yeah. Bunch of drunk people just. <laughs> A little too long. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why it's great when you when you bring the road seating in. It kind of the riffraff doesn't come early and get seats. The riffraff, yes. riffraff sits in the back. That's and a very then, good point. You the know, people who want to be there actually get there to get their seats. Someone who's like, I came here to get a show because there was a couple right. people who came like at like seven seven like oh, wh- five, like right after ten. we got there to set up. Right. Yeah. yeah, and they were like posted up in their seat, like waiting for the show. Yeah, which uh, that was really cool. Like I. I've never had an experience like that, so that was actually kind of cool. People were there to see us. Yeah, as it was, was cool that like I really like when we 
when we do that well, and we also have friends in like from Denver, like Mark and Corey, and they're yes. like, "Wow, you guys, this is really impressive what you put together here." Because yeah. they, because we all know, like we've had some experience, and they have that, like not every show is that well, great, yeah. you know. Uh, and we, because I think we have kind of, I guess you could call it an advantage just from the scarcity that when we do have a show, people are more like, oh, finally another show, and they come out for it, and they're more attentive rather yeah. than just like this week's show. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so Jared, would you mind, by the way? So. Like my favorite part about your bits is literally the accents you do. <laughs> would you would you please give our audience members there in podcast land a little sample of your awesome accents that you do? Maybe? Yes, please. Yes. Which which one? Well, let's start with the Australian. Like, what would you back an Australian cunt? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, do, like no, if, if you wouldn't the, mind, the, like the guy that like uh, talked about the snowboarder that just sent it. Like, it's probably one of my favorite ones that you do. I know it's not a part of your bit. But oh 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 yeah yeah okay the yeah that was a gaper day last year. God, get that guy a fucking license. Must be a pilot. That guy fucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, Literally yeah. like, that, heard that happen yeah, in dude, my but, face. Like, Jared's Australian accent is one of my favorites. I don't know if it's accurate or not, but he just it cracks me up every <laughs> time he does it. But more so over than that, his Bostonian accents, man. Those are on point. Like, it's I, natural. I, I, I'm like it's almost natural. jealous that I didn't grow up in mass because every swear word sounds so fucking satisfying with a Boston accent. <laughs> it's just like, you, you know, I could say that. like, oh, yeah, you know, that's real fucking stupid. But it's a <laughs> lot more pronounced and a lot more prudent in a Boston accent. Like, that's fucking stupid. This shit is <laughs> fucking horse shit. All right. Your whole lungs are in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta like throw your face into it. Like, this is fucking horse shit, dude, all right? You know, let me tell you, you fucking asshole, all right? I'm going to tell you, like, right now, you're bro. being a, you, bro, 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 you're being an asshole. <laughs> Do you hear bro in your sleep? No, that's if you're, like, that's if you're a super stealthy, like, sure, bro. I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't one of those. <laughs> Thank God. Well, right on, yeah, I thought you did great, too. It was good. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, uh, especially for your first time on a big stage. I was like say, that. dude, awesome. don't beat don't beat yourself up, man. Like you, you said it wasn't polished. I think for like that amount of like stage time you had, and for the amount of people that were there, dude, solid. Yeah, so yeah. solid. Yeah. That was you. good. I appreciate that. It wasn't as tight as it could have been, but it was that, still good. I mean, you got the big laughs you were going for. Yeah, I got the laughs in the places I wanted them. I just that's uh, that's all I mean. It's like I just need to tighten up a little bit, and that, I'll do that. As time goes on, like I like the bits that I did there. I need to tighten them up a little bit, but I think they were good. Yeah, for sure. I'll, I'll be straight honest with you, man. Like your first story is always, you know, super funny. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, I think Aust- you got Australian. More, I think you got more laughs out of the second half of your act because you're a lot more you in it because you know the situation you know the accent you know the place you know the people and it's a lot more truthful to jared you could see it when you're performing it a little more natural yeah Yeah. very much so which is one of the things i was going to bring up is that you could like do that for an entire bit to the point where you should even do an accent the entire time you're saying the joke and even adopt a character for those of us for those listeners who don't know, Jared has dove into character more than once at a bar 
Yes. And oh. one of them <laughs> was incredibly notable to the point where you heard the idea and you're like kind of rolling your eyes like, okay, like, like maybe this will be funny. Talking about Peanut Butter Man. But yeah. then oh, yeah. when you see it, you're like, oh my God, he has completely immersed himself into it. If you wouldn't mind explaining to the people what I'm talking about, <laughs> Jared actually is a Daniel Day-Lewis of our time. <laughs> Let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves. But yeah, uh, we had was that was Halloween, right? Yeah, Halloween. Yeah. Party. Oh, Halloween you goddamn right! It was fucking Halloween. That was yeah. Uh, <laughs> no other time it would be acceptable. Right? <laughs> Any other day of the week, we'd be like, "What are you doing?" Well, so yeah, okay. We were at, we had a Halloween party up in St. Mary where we worked in Glacier. Um, and I decided I think it was like the day before. I think I was talking to you, Reed, in the store where we where we managed. Um, I was like, yeah, I think I'm just going to wear like a button down shirt and tuck in like half of it. And then like I, I had kind of a weird hipster haircut. So I like put it down over my my eyes mm-hmm. and it looked really weird. I had these crazy gauges that were like big spirals. And then I had a jar of peanut butter, like a big jar. So for like an hour and a half, I walked around. It was really creepy and I wouldn't talk to anyone and I would kind of run away. And I would, <laughs> I would just like dig my hand into the peanut butter and lick it off my hand really weirdly, kind of like Molly Shannon and um, fucking uh, Superstar. Superstar. Yeah. And Superstar, kind of like the way she sniffs her hands is how I would <laughs> eat the peanut butter. And then I'd rub like the rest of it on my fucking shirt over, over like where my heart is basically, like on my shirt. So it was just a big smear of peanut butter. And I would hang in the tree. It was a beer garden. So I'd hang in the tree and just kind of like creep people out. Oh my God. Right, dude, there I was got- a moment in this night. I was like DJing this party and I'm looking around and all of a sudden I, I look over and I, Jared and I make eye contact. I and he just, he just shoots me this like weird nervous peanut butter guy look and we both just, I about fell over and died. It was so I funny. I couldn't hold it together. It was the one time I broke character. The one time. Like I double take. I didn't even know it was him at a certain point. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Like, oh my God. Every time you're like, hi, Jared, he scurries away like a fucking mouse. Like, yeah. Oh, he, my God. He would, like, God. shoot you, like, a really stern, like, scared look and then scurry away. Yeah. Like, there'd be a moment of, like, fight or flight that you would see and in his it eyes. Was and then he was all <laughs> to, to give the folks a visual, it was basically, like, some Silicon Valley nerd with schizophrenia. Like, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. And an enthusiasm for peanut butter that is unmatched. It yeah. was So, yeah, like, you, if you could do that, dude, like you need to put that in really your stand up. That would work. Well, just come out as a completely different person. Like I'm not. I'm fucking Mike from Boston or whatever. Like yeah, you so could just. I also pour like peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, so yeah. You're like crunchy. Fuck you. <laughs> if you notice in like all of like the like videos I've done, the two videos I've done, yeah. I am like some ignorant redneck. Fuck. Yeah. That's not who I am. I, you guys know me. I mean, I'm only kind of an ignorant right <laughs> <laughs> like, Not fully blown. You can oh, see no. those videos at SteamboatComedy.com. Absolutely. Where Miles uh, stars in the new White Claw commercial, which is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it, it's one of those things I'm really slowly starting to regret. <laughs> well, no, and uh, that's that's actually a cool thing uh, as far as the characters go. Is like, I kind of do like the characters, or I like the idea of that. And like the redneck character... I like the redneck character. Yeah, it plays for me, but it's just I have to like really dig down deep into my Alabama roots to where sometimes I truly feel retarded. <laughs> <laughs> you go deep enough. I go, go, go deep enough. I am an inbred chicken fucker. Dude, I appreciate that though. If and you can dig down deep, I don't like who I become. I become want, Simple Jack from Alabama. I wanna, <laughs> I want to watch NASCAR. <laughs> the NASCAR. The NASCAR. I want to name my son. 
I want to be a biracial black man named NASCAR. The NASCAR. The NASCAR Sanchez. Wait, biracial? I mean, I have to bang a what, black woman. What kind of race are we talking here? Uh, yeah, that's pretty vague there, bro. <laughs> no, I'm talking because it's NASCAR, guys. <laughs> Come on. Oh, <laughs> my jokes. Oh, God. Oh, no. We are all terrible people. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I got Nate it. Got it. <laughs> Nate's in our audience. He got uh, it. No, I, I got it. That's why I said Chinese. Uh, you know. Okay. It's well, not a, It's not a race. Cause uh, Jesus. You can just call me Miles. Fuck you, man. <laughs> Not Miles, Kyle. Spe- speaking of Miles, should we move on to... Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As he drinks his uh, tiny... tiny. Li- it's a nip. It's yeah. a nip. A nip, nip of Jack I'm drinking it right off the nipple of Mrs. Daniels. I'm ripping, <laughs> I'm ripping a nip of Jack right now, dude. You look like a giant drinking a keg. Can I have, can I have, <laughs> can I have a shot of that uh, fire? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I brought it in for you, fire. man. Should we, should we give an Appreciate update that. for the audience? I'm about four beers deep. Oh, bud. Uh, I'm a beer and a shot. Uh, five beers, soon to be three shots. Oh, buddy. I'm a uh, grandma's warm hug, which is two shots of Jack Daniels into a cappuccino from a gas station. (laughs) (laughs) You mean grandma got run over by warm hugs? (laughs) Call it a grandma's hug because I really need a grandma's hug making that cold, brisk walk from 7th Street. It kept you warm all all the way here. to Misery Avenue. (laughs) (laughs) I needed a grandma's hug the whole way there. And you know what, guys? I, I came in with no complaints, did I not? (laughs) <laughs> Who complains after a grandma's hug? The answer Dude, is I no could, one. I couldn't even do Does it. She have a I, I mean, uh, well, it's great. Because <laughs> <laughs> here in Steamboat, one of my favorite pastimes is putting my hood on and listening to hip hop, walking down the street, pretending my life is so hard. But trying to be Trayvon Martin. I mean, Ooh. no. I just sometimes like you just like feel He's cool dead. when you listen to like Eminem, and you're like you're, you're walking down the street with your hoodie on, like, man, my life is so tough. These streets are so hard. It's so cold outside. Grandma's hug. <laughs> yeah, right. And then you're like, oh, yeah, melt your heart. Yeah, melt your heart. It's like, oh, I just go to Kyle's. You know, I'm gonna keep listening to Eight Mile Road, but you know, NBD. Anyways, there's something going on in the corner over there. You guys good? <laughs> I, holding it together. We just we had a we had a moment. We had a moment. I cheers to somebody's death for no reason. No, we did. <laughs> Was it Trayvon Martin? Yeah. <laughs> it was. I don't know why. I cheers him at the same time. I, like, I, I saw that fucking like terrible. And I was like, you can really cheers on that? <laughs> it just kind of happened. We gone dead it, man. <laughs> George Zimmerman, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> George. Yeah. yeah anyway. Anyways. <laughs> Anywho, Miles, Miles, how did you think the show went? Um, I, I'm really glad I did, I did what I did as far as uh, I decided after we did our our comedy works trip back in what what month was that we did that was october? in that was when i left so it was october, october yeah yeah so back in october we went down to comedy works i really had my eyes opened up to the whole comedy scene mm-hmm. i got to actually perform at comedy works and yeah. i did new things i did new things for a raw audience and i shouldn't have done that and i was like god damn it why didn't i give them the hits uh, well i did also i we went down there for this this show Kind of not knowing if we even could sign up, and then I got to I snuck backstage because I knew Corey and Mark were there, and uh, I put Miles' name in the bucket, and I came back out and I was like, "Hey, I'll put your name in the bucket," and he was like, "Uh, what?" And I was like, "Yeah, you might go up at Comedy Works, no pressure." And he and was like, like, "Uh,", uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which Comedy Works, for those who don't know, is a very famous comedy yes, venue in, in the United States. Uh, and it's in Denver, yeah. And Miles got to perform on there, and I thought you did pretty well. I didn't, do, yeah, I didn't do bad. I felt what saved me was is like I was able to go off of like the 
prior comedians or the before me, and I was able to riff off some of their stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what saved me is like I I incorporated that into my jokes, you know. But this time, like when I I went up here for Schmigs, I decided you know what I know Schmigs is coming up. Like I know I have a bunch of open mics to kind of get ready for that. I'm gonna do the same jokes over and over and over sure. and over and over and over and over and over until I get them pretty all right. And also that helped me out so much because. By the week of the Schmig show, I was working like my two jobs. Like I like had Friendsgiving. I had to work Thanksgiving. Like I had like no time to prepare for this show. Sure. So by the time I went up there, though, I was like, I I know this. Like you felt, you felt pretty polished. Yeah, I was like, you know what? It's just like I sing karaoke at Schmigities. You know, like <laughs> I've been on this stage before. Like you know, and I just I was like, I can do this. It's not it's not a big deal. So I went in. I think I forgot a couple things, but that was also because I think we were all rushing through it a little bit. So I had more time to allot myself. So I was like, you might have to like find room to like improv and like stretch out your stuff. So I, I even tried out a couple new things as you know, well as some other stuff. So I don't think it was bad at all, man. I, I was happy where I was in the lineup. I liked going right there, like being that, yeah, you it were kind of like nice our to be that little. Local. It was nice to be a little steamboat rock. I'm not gonna lie to you. You, I, yeah. you know, like oh, just yeah. be that little guy at the end of the, the like you know really represent for steamboat. Not, Usually, a steamboat rock refers to cocaine, I believe. Um, when it's it gets not even chunky. that. It's like it's hard. crack. Oh, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, but uh, it was it was really weird because I went on so late and like I was lucky. I, I was there with Bobby Wren and mm-hmm. uh, shout out to Bobby. What up? Yeah, yeah, he was like my little like entourage at the time. Well, you know, little. I guess he himself he a is a whole entourage. Yeah, yeah. he's like <laughs> exactly. three people. But like at that, by the end of it, I had like a large mammal entourage. Like I had Alfred, and he had and Bomar. And Bomar he's also a giant human. Yeah, being. and oh, Mac. Like at the, by the end of it, and, those yeah. were all the people sitting around me. And then I had some guy from New York who was just like, I feel bad because I feel like I had a secret advantage like for this comedy night because like I, I guess I had rehearsed and. I'd say like a good twenty five percent of my jokes were kind of steamboat oriented to where I I knew I know how to play this crowd. Sure. And I have that going for me, whereas like Mark Masters and all of those guys didn't. So like they were getting heckled hard because you guys introduced him as a headliners and there's a guy behind me who's like I was like he was like, Oh man, these guys suck and I was like, Do they though? And he's like, Well, I'm from New York, man, so like I got like I got high expectations and I was like Dude, like well, such that guy's also a douchebag. Yeah, <laughs> like it doesn't matter where you are; it's a comedy show. Man. Yeah, like, you know, it, but it, it was it was weird for me. Like you know, like I'm just saying, like he's right there. I don't know. It was it was a strange thing, but it was also cool because at a certain point, I had like a ginormous wall entourage of tall, enormous people. Just like we're just gonna block this guy. This blackout New York guy. Yeah, blackout New York guy. So we couldn't even see anything after a minute. So <laughs> he had to stop looking at Corey and just listen to Corey. And I think that's when he started laughing. Like, right? Yeah. yeah, which was dope, dude. Corey was amazing at that show for yeah, real. Yeah, he was though. great. It, Mark did really well, too. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, they both killed. They both killed, man. Yeah, yeah for sure. Really what happy did, to work with those guys. What did, what, do you, what did you get out of that, Reed? Out of Miles' set? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I'm not exaggerating in the slightest that out of all of us that do comedy, uh, Miles may have the most polished uh, set when it goes up there. Uh, you you from start to finish have the smile and the confidence, and you have uh, incredible timing, and you just know, he's a naturally funny guy. You yeah. know you know when it's coming, 
really, really, really well. So when I'm seeing you up on that kind of a stage, it's the opposite of Kyle, where you could be wearing a suit in a bar and a fucking barn on top of hay or schmiggities, and you're still going to bring down the house with the same attitude. I'm really glad you brought the suit because that's something I'm trying trying out lately. I think I'm, it looks I'm, good. I'm yeah. wearing the blazer every show, no matter what. I made Jared take me home one day. <laughs> I was like, oh, dude, I didn't even know we had common. I don't even have my blazer with me. He's like, well, I'll, I'll, I'll drive you Especially home. Especially with the Keanu Reeves joke it. because you basically are like Burrito Wick with the suit. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I love that name now, dude. Oh, it's badass. Old John Thick. The, 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 yeah, only, the only thing I've noticed from your comedy is you have a very wholesome ending every time. Where it's basically that's all I got, thank you very much, and then you pop a little funny thing at the end that kind of is roundabout from a joke that was previous to what you did. It's charming, but I think you have a lot more wit in you to create a really fucking good I ender. The way that like you know nasty Nate creates a fucking ender. It's like and about yeah, and, <laughs> and everyone's just like time, still pee in their pants. I have a hard time closing, dude. I guess that's something I should work on, which. Luckily, later tonight we're gonna have a garage session. Maybe you guys can yeah, help. Yeah, we're gonna workshop a little bit. Yeah, it's okay. we're like I'm I'm help very abrupt. Bitch, yeah, you know I need I need Kira Sedgwick in my life. You know, <laughs> closer. <laughs> TNT Wednesdays. Wednesdays at seven p.m. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, really. <laughs> How long ago was that TV show? I have no idea, but TNT did. <laughs> TNT is gonna owe me some royalties regardless. So yeah, right. Yeah, uh, I think they have basketball. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought uh, Miles did great. We gave that's why we gave him a little extra time because I knew he had some good stuff he was working I on. It, Champion, man. yeah, man, you killed oh, yeah. it. Uh, it, right. was, it was good. It was a fucking awesome night, dude. Yeah, and yeah, no, I, I agree though. You you do have a a, a pretty polished set. I, I agree with Reed though. Like you do, you got to work on those unders a little bit, well, man. That's, that's why I have the lovely crew of Steamboat Comedy to help me with. So hell yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, bud. On that, uh, Kyle, we talked about your shit earlier. Uh, let's talk about some more of your shit. Uh, we, we the yellow pants for starters. I was uh, <laughs> you're welcome. I lo- yes. yeah, I loved how you incorporated that into like the whole uh, like Morris Code bit. You're like, you know, when you're doing the Morris Code, bit, you're like, how do I, how do I, how do I say yellow pants in Morris Code? <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah, dude, that that whole bit just cracked me the fuck. I up, I did man. that. So for the first time, the first time I wore the yellow pants. Was when I went to Chicago and did an open mic with our buddy uh, Pat Truer. You wore them out there? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, that oh, was the first yeah. time I busted them out, and I did just that little, that kind of opening cheap joke where it's like, I'm still the size of a middle schooler. I'll yeah. wear your pants, Jared. And um, <laughs> But I just, like, ad-libbing, I, I decided to do that Morse code bit, and while I was there... I it just it just it off just the cuff kind of was like, how do you spell uh, yellow pants? And yeah. it works. So I was like, oh... I got the yellow pants on. We'll give it another shot. Yeah. I can't remember. Did you do your uh, Did you do your customer service joke too? I so I did. You this, did the Ragnar's bit. Yeah, I I this bit I did I did about ten minutes, and uh, it was kind of a mashup of a bunch of other five minutes that I'd done that I really liked. And yeah, I did the I did the bit about. Ragnar's was the restaurant that I work at, and it was just about like some guy who came in and was like, "Is this a restaurant?" And I just kind of made fun of him, and then yeah. I did that one, the Morse code that was gonna lead into the one where I go through how to have Skype sex. Oh yeah, and I like hold the phone up and I start like like swinging all over the place and shit. Yeah. But I didn't have time. I went yeah. a little bit over. You definitely you you cut it close on that one for sure. Yeah. One one thing I would say, I, your Ragnar's bits one of my favorites, but like oh, it's a you, classic. 
I think like one of my favorite parts about it, you keep like eighty sixing, which is like towards the end of it, you're like you tell them it's like a restaurant store, and then you're like, and for a very low price, sir, you can have your own Ragnar's establishment. Yeah, and like you, you 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 keep like you like you skip over that part and go into something else instead. I did that. Yeah, the first time I did that, that was part. It ends with like this is every this isn't a restaurant. It's everything you know need to start your own Ragnar's. In yeah, our I, I, I love it when you pre- like present it that way. It's like you have everything you have here. You have your own Ragnar's yeah. themed restaurant in your hometown. Uh, I just it cracks me up when you go directly to that. I don't know. Yeah, because maybe I, I just that one just for the sake of timing, I kind of snipped it a little bit. Yeah, that's my favorite one of it though. I oh, guess. thanks. It's like yeah. So the next time I do, I'll have to keep it in. Yeah. Oh, do you got more beers in here? <sighs> you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, how about this? Oh, I thank you, dude. You have to oh. drink it on the ring. Shout out to Mrs. Belmonte taking one <laughs> of my <laughs> beers for Kyle. Do it, you fucking loser. <laughs> but what if I choke like a dolphin? Yeah, I don't really give a shit. Just drink the beer. Yes, sir. <laughs> Yo, can I get a sip of that cold beer? All I got is this fireball. So, <laughs> oh, no. When it, so when it comes down to it, how did you actually feel about the 10 minutes you threw out there? Actually, how did you feel about the 10 minutes and the hosting? Like, between between people. I thought it was all great. The, the only thing that was funny... Um, is it when, when I So I when I jumped off the yes. stage and I almost landed in the front row. Yeah, when you stomped that woman's foot. Well, you know, I'm very light on my feet, so I didn't stomp it too hard. But she, it, I caught just the like the rubber bit of the front of her shoe, oh, okay, I think, because yeah. she, she, she definitely shrieked. But I think it's just because I was flying through the air. Yeah, towards her. well, you were pretty close to her. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I definitely we touched. Yeah. And then, and then later, I kept going by her, and I'd like dust off her feet, and yeah. be like, it's gonna be okay. And then I'd like sneak back yeah. out of stage. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It worked out. It kind of maybe worked out for me because uh, I'm a little tiny nimble squirrel man and so i could just <laughs> jump on the close part of the stage because the the stairs to get up was on the far on the side, side yeah. yeah and so it was kind of if we both if i had to go all the way over there and up and around it would have slowed things down a lot but i would just like like do a Hop running up. jump yeah. up onto the stage and then uh introduce the next person because yeah, yeah. remember even when like you came and walked down the stage and as me being a large mammal and you being a small mammal like when we met it was like oh let me like Shimmy this uh, way, uh, uh, you shimmy uh, this way, and then, yeah, I can get on stage Yeah, those now. stairs are small. Yeah. yeah, that's a very tiny... It was also the stage, so Smitty's a pretty good-sized stage, yeah. but there was a band on after us, and so there was a, a full drum set. kit yeah. behind us, and so I, the stage yeah. was kind of small. Did you guys, like, have any problems with that? I've already worked on that myself. Like, I know, like, when I first started doing comedy, I was a big pacer. And I'm mm-hmm. really glad that I've kind of... You gotten like, better about that. I don't really do it as much now. And yeah. I think having these smaller stages has really helped me with that. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't pace when you only have, like, a two-by-two two area to, like, you know, really work right. with. Because there's, like, a stool to the left of me, like, a bunch of mic stands to the right, a drum set behind me, like... But so uh, this one's just like, I have to do comedy in this very yeah, small right square... Oh, you that know, was literally you, when I did that open mic with Pat in Chicago. Yeah, it's literally the back of this bar, and it's set up kind of like a stage, which is nice because it's everything's kind of facing this back wall, and that's yeah. how you do it. But he literally just has the stage is like made out of two by fours and plywood, and it's about six inches tall, and it's a square that's about two feet by two feet. I mean, that's that's a stage. It's, it's like, yeah, I remember like stepping on. I was like, well, it is a stage. That's all you need, <laughs> dude. That's all you need. No, it's funny. I'm taller than everybody, but I cannot walk to the left or to the right or to the front <laughs> yeah, right? or to the it back. Could like, shimmy a little bit. It's funny for me because 
it doesn't matter what stage I'm on or where I'm at. I'm a sit down guy. Yeah, I always you, sit in the stool, so you, it doesn't you, matter for me. That's true. My animation is all my hands and like my face, so I don't really have to stand up to do, do that. You, do you do you think it would throw you off if you didn't have the stool? Are yes. you like stool attached now? I kind of well. Are you yeah. stool dependent? I I am, <clears throat> I am stool dependent, but <laughs> I don't think I necessarily uh, to a point. Not necessarily though. Like the vibe that I'm going with. With my the way I'm writing right now, mm-hmm. kind of fits the stool deal. If I kind of like well, lo- like fits. we said like we said earlier, if I decided to like change a character, if I decided to make a character, I would probably not sit down. That's kind of my right. Bostonian. Is that the new character you're working on? Is not stool guy? Yes, <laughs> anti stool guy. <laughs> Big step. <laughs> Big <laughs> step. What you should do is what we should practice with because you know like we have that bit where like. Max gonna do all of Andre's jokes, and then Andre's oh, yeah, gonna do yeah. all of Max's jokes. Why don't you just do all of my jokes and pace, and I'll do all of your jokes and sit down. Okay, I'm down actually. We I'm kind of down to switch it up. We that'd should, be, that'd we be should funny. do that. That would be hilarious. That'd be I mean, because I think I just like you substitute your Australian girl for like a really fine Latina chick, and she's like, "Fuck you, puto," you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, know? you just do all of his bits, but in a different yeah, yeah, accent. different accents. Like, yeah, I'd dude, like, that'd be awesome. I'd be yeah, like, I would do the same thing, but instead of Dunkin' Donuts, I'd call it like. I don't know. El Pollo Loco. Hell yeah. El Pollo Loco. <laughs> I was going to say Chili's, but I was like, no, that's not actually what I'm saying. So here in Alabama, we just, I, I grew up with six Ruby Tuesdays in, a, in the area. The, the old Ruble Tuesdays. The old Rumble Rebel Tuesdays. Tuesdays. <laughs> Rebel Tuesdays. Ruby Tuesdays. Rebel, yeah. Rebel Tuesdays. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, nah, I've been going to the Ruby Tuesdays over there on 64 instead of 181. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey. I can Ruby it. Tuesday has great croutons. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's the one thing you pick out. That's like saying, oh, yeah, Applebee's has the best ice. Crute's <laughs> <laughs> clear. Oh, dude. I, I'll never dude? forget. Uh, Applebee's tried to recruit me one. Not Applebee's. Ruby Tuesdays. Like, Oh, yeah. A friend it's of a mine, she knew, she knew I was yeah. like in culinary school and looking for like a side job. And she's like, oh, you should, you should come work at Ruby Tuesdays. It's really nice over here. I was like, fuck off. Like, <laughs> you might make okay money there as a server because you can make like, you know, milk old people or whatever. But I have artistic integrity. Did you say milk old people? Integrity. Dude, old people, that's the only people that go to Ruby Tuesdays. That's very true. I got hey. young nipples. Can you milk me? <laughs> I'm an old person. Can you milk me? I mean, no, you, you, you don't have old nipples. I'm older than you. I said I have young nipples. What? Who yeah. Who's the oldest of the four of us? Not me. You've got me by like a couple of months, don't you? Yeah. I, no, no. Yeah, I, I, I got Nate, you by two months. Nate here in our live studio audience is the Woo-hoo. oldest. Actually, Nate. So real quick, Nasty Nate is a champion, and he was uh, helping out at the show. He was helping run time for us to make sure we didn't go over. Nate, how do you think the show went from the back there? Being the comedy Nazi. <laughs> the you're fun good, governor over here. No, I, th- I thought it was awesome, but uh, like Reed was saying, that's where all the the dumbasses were. So towards oh, yeah. the end, there was a lot of it I couldn't hear because it was loud and a lot getting of getting rowdy at the end. Yeah, a lot yeah. of riff raff and chatter. But uh, yeah, I thought it was awesome. I was paying attention to the timer a lot, and then I don't know if you guys noticed a little bit. Sometimes the mic. Oh, it would sure. cut. Yeah, yeah, it would cut. We end up yeah. switching so, mics, I yeah. think, two-thirds of the way through. Pat and I were back there, and he was just like, he's like, oh, shit. And like, <laughs> but he, he had the backup plan ready. But He was I, ready, yeah. I could I could hear it all the way back there, but yeah. I wasn't sure if you guys could. Oh, yeah. But other than that, and 
the riff rap in the back. I th- I really did. I had, I enjoyed it, man. It was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. It was, how many it was how many cool. people do you think were there from your back perspective? Dude, One thousand bad. people. I, <laughs> it was had to be over I mean, a hundo. Oh, you easily you guys over. Put out like forty chairs from the chairs on back, dude. It was cranking, and everybody yeah. was piled around the door and the sound booth. So I, I was not you. leaving the merch table anytime. I would soon. say I would say about a buck fifty, probably yeah. give or take. I was all we said this in the last podcast, but I was all hammered, and I that's the last thing I remember after the show because we went to the bar next door and got trashed. But I was I was going up to Mark Masters, and I was like, there was two hundred people here, and he was like, no, dude, there wasn't. And I was like, <laughs> yes, there was. And then, <laughs> and then I woke up the next day, and that's uh, the last thing the last thing. No, that was a hot crowd though. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. The, that that picture from the stage, that's badass. Yeah, I'm glad that Kendrick, I, at the very end when I was like, thank you guys so oh, much for coming, yeah. Kendrick came up and she snapped a picture. And, and that picture from the stage, I mean, it was amazing. So that's sweet. Pat hit the button and it spun the lights to the yeah. crowd. Yeah, he was light. ready it was, for it. It was yep. badass. Yeah, man. He had do, uh, uh, shout out to Pat, uh, the owner of Schmakes, because he he's really he really helped us out and he did a great job. And he's really supportive of us, too. He was yeah. all about it. Man, I was that was super cool. I appreciate that for sure. That was really fun. Which we cool. also, on that note, we just booked our next show. It's going to be, it's actually, got to stay tuned. We're going to do two nights on Valentine's Day weekend. I'm not entirely sure which two nights we're going to do yet. But two, we're doing two nights regardless. We're doing two nights between Thursday and Saturday. I don't know what the combination is going to be, but we're going to figure it out. Because Friday is Valentine's Day. Yeah. So we're kind of deciding <laughs> if we, oh, God damn it. Really. <laughs> okay. So I think of Valentine's Day. Uh, Coming from a married Yeah, man. the only married guy here. Fuck Dorks. Valentine's Day. What are you talking about, dude? I'm married to this rolling rock right now. Hey! You're goddamn right! I'm married to the game, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm married to the game, but uh, Respect honest, the game. Oh, you don't know I'm the game? I'm married to the game, but to be honest, I wish it was the best man. Oh, oh damn. Oh. Deep thoughts, deep thoughts for miles. Damn, that's, <laughs> that shit's cold, son. <laughs> Wait till you see my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Yin Yang twins in and out of the game. <laughs> that's, that's a Reed's okay, rap okay, reference. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, Isn't there a guy who does that? <laughs> it's one of the twins. I just don't remember which one. Yeah. <laughs> it was Mary Kate. The beard one or the bald one? Do you realize bald one? The the uh, the like yes. the dread one actually has Aspergers. Really? I'm more of an Arctic monkey spat myself. Um, I thought there was a punchline coming after no, that. No, one same, of them yeah. really is like on the spectrum for real. Like that's why he's those creative oh. types. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. That's why the edited version is. Where do you see my all? <laughs> <laughs> He's just distracted. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Okay, 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 okay. Oh, God. Anyway. Uh, then, believe it or not, yeah, which is actually going to be a topic of in my next uh, stand-up discussion. Ooh, oh, no shit. I mean, kind of, sort of. A preview. The, the genre actually is Southern hip-hop and how Miles feels about it. It's more of a TED Talk. But <laughs> well, we've been known to TED Talk in our open mics. I, I, yeah, really so like, your te- yeah, like your TED Talk on mayonnaise. Uh, it's like a TED Talk on hip hop, but yeah. yeah, similar to your mayonnaise. <laughs> yeah, same thing. Same thing. Same mayonnaise, hip hop. Who can tell the difference? Yeah, you make them both out of eggs. No. What? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, Kyle. 
<laughs> now you're gonna follow it up. I'm just no. gonna leave it there. No, I was about to make <laughs> a really bad joke, and I'm glad is, I didn't say it. You just mix something till you get cream. Cash rules everything around. Oh, cream get the money. Dollar dollar bill, y'all. Yeah. You guys got okay. Any other uh, closing notes for the show? Any th- questions, comments, concerns? I think I'm uh, very treasured to be in the midst of a bunch of people who not only are really funny, but we all have a different style, Very which much so. makes us really, really special. Whether you're an awkward, telling loser stories, kind of weird person on a stool like Jared, mm-hmm. or your Kyle ranting about the government and Amazon <laughs> using every single possible body part to express it. <laughs> or your Miles who says goddamn homegrown every 40 second laughter pinpoint f- target joke like he's Ron White up there with a glass of scotch kicking ass. That's the only thing you're missing is a Andre is just nothing but dark dark one-liners and shit. We all have our very specific style, it's a which, style which makes show. it very, very special. Sure. And it, it just goes back to the golden rule of comedy, in my opinion, which is write what you know. Mm-hmm. So it's sure. like this mixed Whatever you know, who you are, do it. All these different styles, like Shaolin stored style or Wu-Tang Bo-Staff style. <laughs> <laughs> Almost like we're a clan of warriors or something. Or read the drunken monkey style. Yeah. You don't want to fuck with a drunken monkey. <laughs> yeah, except I'm more like a drunken Donkey Kong. Old Jack Who Chain. buddy? <laughs> drunken Dangus. I guess I'd be a drunken Mario probably by default. Yep. Yeah, I look yeah. Sure are, You're fucking Peach. <laughs> <laughs> You're Peach or no. Toad. You watch your fucking mouth, Pick bud. one. I do. Toad's the I best. I the best. <laughs> yeah, you're Toad. Toad's Actually, the best in beer. I take okay. it back. You're Toad. Card, I love it. Yeah, well, you're Chode. Yeah, you Chode isn't a character, but I'll take Wario. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. Same Again. Thing. Miles Bowser. Let's be real. Yeah, big I time. I'm Donkey Kong, dude, for real. The Dangus oh, King. Or, or, or I could take the DK. Yeah. yeah. Drift Who's, the what's King. Jared? Thank you. Mm, Fast and Furious. Ooh, Jared, Jared's uh, Luigi for sure. What? The yeah, little squeeze. You're the big yeah, little squeeze. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather be squeezed than Mario. Tara yeah. Kyle, you're wearing green and blue right now, dude. Uh, you're yeah, already yeah. like, yeah. I'm, I'm the squeege. I'm the, the squeege. squeege. I'm the squeege. You're squeegeing hard, bud. It's Christmas time. Cool. Wrap it so, up, guys. Yeah, wrap, wrap it up. It. We'll uh, we're a little bit less yeah, frequent on the podcast. We appreciate you guys who support us. We're um, things are a little bit crazy in Steamboat during the holidays, so we're all working like crazy. But we're Busy gonna try season. to keep these coming out to you. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have any open mic this week. The next thing we've got scheduled, which is actually not. Technically a Steamboat Comedy event, but we are collaborating with some uh, local people at the Chief Theater downtown. We're going to do a show for you guys on New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Woo! Uh, more detail to come on that. Uh, just keep an eye out on the social medias. We'll let you know about it. Come check us out. Come support your local comics. Uh, we'll be back for sure at the Barley now on January 7th, I yes. believe. So that's going to be good. And like I said, we got our show lined up for February a really funny guy uh, that I've gotten to know from New York City named Robbie Bernstein is going to come out to join us, and it's going to be a great time. So we're going to try to promote it, going to promote it nationally, basically. I try to get so. some people coming in. Um, so stay tuned for more details on that. And thank you guys very much. We out. Love you, Steamboat.
Go ahead, Jared. Uh, I'm good. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm drunk. Ruin everything. I'm well, drunk. 